Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Almost Agreeable. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and with me as always is Ed. Uh, Today we're going to hop back on the NFL train as the season approaches. Going to be rounding out the AFC here in the next couple of weeks. Today we're talking about the AFC West and the AFC South. Got a double. Got a double for them. Right. I mean, I could talk football all day, so this is like a, especially with the lack of I don't know, preseason games and stuff like that. This is not kind of nice to be able to talk about it. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I was talking with a future guest today. Right. And he was saying that it's difficult right now to get people together for fantasy football. Just because people are having different views or just not really caring about the season as much or just maybe kind of... Especially in money-driven leagues, they don't really want to dedicate to something when it's a little bit harder. You haven't seen any preseason games. You haven't seen any of this. You don't know who's going to be like performing. Obviously, you have your big names of who you're going to draft every year. But like other than that, you, you don't have an opportunity to kind of see who, who could be like the dark horses that you could draft. But also, I'm noticing that like in the lockout shortened season that we had, um, where like the season, they, they eventually played it. But they didn't have an extensive training camp. The ramp up was very slow, very similar to what's happening now. And players are getting hurt like they did in that uh, slow ramp up season. Yeah. So it you can kind of see the effects of not having a, a sufficient like you know OTAs, training camp, preseason games. You can see that kind of taking its toll on the athletes' bodies. It's kind of the same kind of approach I felt when the NBA re-entered their their bubble right and restarted their season. It was like, how are the bodies going to respond? And with football, it's a whole different animal, knowing like the full contact, the full speed, these 250-pound, six-foot guys hitting each other. Uh, your body needs to adapt to that. And the OTAs, you know, didn't have any. Uh, preseason games, full contact, not having any. We're just going to get thrown into a season here in a couple weeks that I'm going to fucking watch it, but I'm also a little leery of the quality of the product we're going to see. I feel like the first few games of the season are going to be like preseason games. Coaches are going to know that there's more stakes, but they're going to say, I have to throw these guys into game situations to see how they work together. And they have to take maybe a couple games at the beginning of the season to do that. Would you, would you agree? Well, I think it's going to, it's going to be, it might get viewed that way, but it is going to mean that these early games are, extremely important. I don't think they're going to be viewed like preseason games. Maybe they will be, but that's going to be the kind of decider. Like who, who wins early is going to be really standing out on top because there's going to be rust because things are completely different right now. Right. So there's going to be rust, but I, I think it's the people who are going to win early that are going to keep winning, honestly. Okay. Well, with that being said, that's kind of how I feel going into the season, but Let's let's get into one of these divisions. Who do you want to start with? Oh, let's start with the let's start with AFC South. Okay, let's go with the AFC South. 
we have the Colts, the Texans, the Titans, and the Jaguars. Yeah. I guess, I mean, standout team in that division right now, I, I want to say is the, the Texans. Yeah. But, they... but we're just going to go ahead and trade DeAndre Hopkins because I'm Bill O'Brien and I don't know what, 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 I'm Bill O'Brien and I'm doing what? The, the Texans have quietly been winning that division the last six years. Like, not straight, but they've been quietly kind of dominating that division. They've had success in the division, yes. But... They never go anywhere with it. it and it's sad because... I don't know, I really like Deshaun Watson. Obviously, he's he's great. Um, I just can't believe, if you're Bill O'Brien, that you take away something that, you know, is going to help progress and move... Deshaun's game forward, you know, you don't want Deshaun to spend all the time he's spending running a ball around like that. It's it's bad for your quarterback's longevity. Having Hopkins, you know, running on the sideline or running slants, that's good for your quarterback. That's good for a developing quarterback. So you take that away, you have Will Fuller left now, who is moniker has been always been a game changer, but also he can't stay healthy. What's the plan here? What is what is he what's the plan? I don't I don't know. Uh that was that was their guy. Uh, I don't think he was coming up on like a contract year, was he? Like, no, it's not I think like there was just rumblings, like rumblings of him saying he wanted to get paid more, like maybe a restructure of a contract. Because yeah. I don't, I don't think he was coming to the end of a contract or anything. But he, he just, I mean, you, you like to have a guy, you like to have a big name on your team. I mean, this bill is not the other bill. And there's been a couple bills that there's been a couple bills. This is not a good bill. This is not any of the, the not one of the two bills. This wouldn't be, yeah. This wouldn't be a guy I would say you know William. This isn't a William. This is William O'Brien. This is just a bill. Because William Belichick distinguished very regal. No way. No one likes that. William Belichick. No. William no, Parcells. He, he's Bill Belichick. He's Bill Parcells. This is William O'Brien. Oh, so we're reversing it now. We're William, reversing it William, for sure. Okay. This guy. This guy's a William. Will. Yeah. Will O'Brien. Will O'Brien. Will. Will O'Brien. Isn't that, is that like an? That sounds like an actor for some reason. Willow. Willow. Will, Will O'Brien. O'Brien. Will O'Brien. Is Will that a guy? O'Brien. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. I just it's kind of rolls off the tongue. I kind of like it. Yeah, it, it sounds nice, but either way, the guy's not. I I don't know what his game plan is. Well, I guess I. It makes me think that this is one of the reasons you don't have your coach also be your GM, like the president of football operations. Like, you don't do that. It's not, unless you're one of the Bills. <laughs> yeah. It's not a common thing. It, I mean. We've seen it happen in a couple different instances, but it's usually not crazy successful. Only with, I can see, is with Bill Belichick. Yeah. That's about it. Can you name anyone else that's been like a... I know. I can't think of any other ones. I swear that maybe there are, but I don't know. Clearly, that just speaks to how hard it is to do. To to be successful doing it. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, do you see them having similar success they've had in the last few years? Like, do you see them continuing this streak in the division? I mean, yeah, I really do. I, I still see them kind of leading the pack in this division, but it's... Because I guess I don't see the Jaguars doing anything. But well, Tennessee's also in this division. They are, and now they're working with Tannehill. Like, that works. But with the Texans, they, they have... They still have a lot of good pieces. They still have a lot of great pieces. It's just getting over... I'm I'm not sure if Watson has won a playoff game, but it's getting over that hump. 
I think you break that and it, it kind of propels you. It gives you a taste of like, okay, you know what winning in the postseason looks like. Feels like, looks like, you know, uh, I guess when you've only had disappointments like they've had, those kind of things can take its toll like on your psyche, right? And like a mental capacity, you're kind of just like, it's like getting beat. Yeah. And he's kind of going to get skittish. It's like a, it's like I would equivocate it to like having an injury to one of your legs and now you're afraid to put pressure on that leg or get, take a sack or get hit. It's when a you get to the thing. playoffs, it's like going to the dentist. You're like, you know, it's unpleasant and you don't remember how terrible it is until you get there. <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh yeah, like this, this pressure is a lot it's yeah. it just mounts right. and uh especially when you're when they have you like when you're having conversations about deshaun watson like who are you putting him in in <clears throat> the same breath with right like i hear people say russ uh he's in the contract here with lamar the same we're gonna have the same contract here so he's in the same breath as lamar when they're talking about it so it's like when you have that pressure also thrown into where they think you should be here because they're throwing you into the tier of these quarterbacks it's like added pressure that yeah. But what can you do with Bill O'Brien as your fucking I don't coach, know. I man? Mean, what, what like, grade would you give Deshaun Watson coming into this season? Like, where do you rank him? Like, in, in, as far as you want to give him, like, a grade, like, from A to, a to F? Yeah. I, I see him coming out in solid B+. Okay. If he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. He's, he hasn't had a huge problem with it. But you don't want it to turn into something. Well, I always else. say that with quarterbacks that are mobile like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx anybody. You, so you like, never wish anything bad among, um, uh, like onto somebody. But it this just statistically running like mobile quarterbacks do get hurt more. Right. That's just what happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't want to put that out there. Like, like you just said. Like I, I hate seeing players get hurt. Like when Mahomes got hurt a couple times last season. Yeah. As much as I fucking hate being in the division with him. I hate it. I hate it that he was hurt more yeah. than I hate him. Does that make sense? Just, yeah. But I I think... I think they do relatively well. I mean, he's the best quarterback in that division. Okay, yes. Yes, he is. He was. He still is. And we have a new quarterback in that division now. Oh, Crimea River? Oh, past his prime, Philip Crimea River. Yeah, him. Oh, freaking... Let's not let the audience know how much I hate him. Freaking gosh dang. Oh, that's right. He also doesn't curse. He does not curse. Him and Derek both. He does, They do not swear. They don't swear. The old ace. He also has, like, what, 19 kids or something? He has a, uh, nine kids. Nine kids. Because, was... like, their their family together could fill out a football team. That's right. Yeah. Could, yeah. That's probably um, why he's still in the league as old as he's waiting for his sons to grow so they could play together like LeBron's doing with Bronny. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So, I mean, I, I guess we kind of sum up. The Texans is that don't know what Bill O'Brien is doing. Deshaun is a dynamite player. We'll see what could happen, but he's still the best quarterback in that division. So let's move from a team that has the best quarterback in the division to a team that's kind of having issues. Maybe not issues, but where are they going to go with their quarterbacks? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. What What do you think their direction is? I do they do they have one like it is. They just released Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Like, if you were having troubles at quarterback, like, you definitely still want a good running back in the backfield, like, you know, if if you don't know what you're going to do at quarterback. So why now? I mean, I guess I don't work for the Jacksonville organization. I don't know what the internal workings are on there, but I don't know. Maybe you don't do that. 
Maybe they're seeing something we don't see. I've been seeing productivity from him. I had a guy talking to me today. He was like, well, you know, he didn't have a great sophomore season. And I was like, well, you know, put him up against other graphs. Like, his sophomore season was just fine. Like, it wasn't his usual numbers, you know, um, that we were accustomed to. But I don't know. Like, what is the quarterback situation there? Well, they have old Minshew mania. That's right. They lose Nick Foles, right? So Foles goes to the Bears. So it kind of just, I mean, you got Minshew in there, but then you have like randomly Josh Josh Dobbs is in there. Jake Luton. I mean, that's yeah. their rookie, but I... Some, some guy I've never heard of. Who, who do you... Who do you go with? Well, I don't know. I, I guess... Because if you if you remember, like, it's like Josh Dobbs came from Pittsburgh. And I only know this because... They had a lot of problems at quarterback last season. Yeah. Steelers did. Yeah. And um, you got to see, you know, a variety of people get thrown in there. Um, got an incident with, what's his name? Get yeah. Almost getting killed with a helmet. Yeah. I. You, they trade Josh Dobbs, so, like, they don't have him there anymore. He's in he's in Jacksonville. You're going to battle for the starting job with Minshew. Like, they, they drafted Minshew, and then they drafted a quarterback this year. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Jacksonville. They're, they're really spreading out. And, and it's not like they're deep into contract with anybody. I mean, this is a pretty safe thing to do, though. It's not like they're fighting for, you know, division champions or they're fighting for, you know, AFC championship or even going to the Super going Bowl. The playoffs. Even though they were there two years ago, three years right, ago. Right, and they, they, they had, a, had a great defense that year. Like, I remember they had a good run. And it was like very inconceivable as it was because they came up against the Patriots finally, right? Yeah, lost. Blake Bortles, they beat the Steelers. Yeah, they beat the Steelers. Like they had beat them twice that year, mm-hmm. like once in the regular season, once in playoffs, like decisively. Yeah, decisively. And then they just shit the bed against the Patriots. Right. Like, they they had that stellar defense. You know that all of the Pro Bowlers that were on that defense are gone. Six of them now gone. Gone. All I, I think a standout that I definitely remember is Jalen Ramsey is. Now he's what in L.A. Yeah, um, I they, they had their two cornerbacks who were lights out. Lo- yeah, locked down. So I I don't. That just goes to show you how much can change uh, in just a couple know? a span of a couple of years. Yeah, and it's like I I don't know even know what to where to go. I mean, we could talk about. I personally think you, you you're gonna go with Minshew, right? Like, I don't know what the guy they drafted this year is gonna show him, especially with no preseason. Not a legit training camp. I mean, do you do you put Dobbs in, who's a, a bit more experienced? I think you make it between those two, right? Between Dobbs and Minshew in training camp, yeah. And, and Minshew's pro- not he's not proven to be great, but he's he's proven he's had good moments in the end of his, his rookie season. He's, he's had good moments. He's proven to be electric as a as a person, for sure. And he's for had moments sure. in at the quarterback position. He's at, had moments. Yes, I think part of that is. Because of the legend his, of Minshew, yes, I think part of that is just like he isn't has he this the third iconic? Yeah, okay, he has this iconic personality, so it just it is amplified by his play even more. So like, or his his play is amplified by his personality. So what you're saying is that if he was not Gardner Minshew the third, who has the epic mustache, who did some crazy shit in the locker room pregame when he was in college, that he'd just be like, Bleh. yeah, yeah, he would be another quarterback. I think I disagree. I think to an extent you're right 
because like you know we have the legend of Gardner Minshew and his play on the field in certain situations was like oh my god of course he did that he's fucking Gardner Minshew <laughs> I think if he's not all those things he still had a de- he's to come in in your rookie season and and do the thing some of the things that he did is still impressive as a rookie taking over for Foles who was like supposed to be the guy yeah, this was very unexpected you're just like oh I have to now lead this team yeah and they they he did have some shining moments he did. And I mean, shit. If we're gonna talk right now. I'll take I'll take Minshew over Baker Mayfield in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Well, Baker's like uh, he's Gardner Minshew is what Baker wants to be. Just the personality. Yeah, but it's too late for Baker. Well, I mean, he he Baker's better than Minshew. Yeah, yeah, he, but, yeah. I'm still is. taking Gardner Minshew. Though. Okay, still taking him. <laughs> I mean, if you put fucking Gunnar Minshew with that brown roster, yeah, I'm in. I'm into too it. much star power. I'm into it. Too much star power. He's <laughs> not enough ego to go around. That was already the problem before he's there. You're right. Too much star You're power. Right. I guess I haven't. I can't really attest to Gardner Minshew's humility. Um, but oh well. So not a whole lot to talk about with Jacksonville. Let's move on. Let's go with uh, Tennessee. I'll talk about Indianapolis a little bit in depth, so we can get okay. Tennessee really quick. Yeah, let's hit Tennessee. I mean, things really changed for them once they hopped off of Mariota. Yes, who's now in Vegas. Who's now in Vegas. Um, so Ryan Tannehill came in and really lit it up. He did. A lot of trust from his coach, right? Yeah. I love yeah. Mike Rabel, dude. That dude's a man's man. He's a the, player's coach. He's he's a Belichick disciple. Yeah, he's one of those. Right, so I guess the confidence he was able to instill in Tannehill, we got to see the Tannehill that the the Miami Dolphins wish they had. They they couldn't allow him to operate at this. It wouldn't enable him to operate at this level. Right, it helps when you have a fucking truck in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, like <laughs> the one thing I'll say that is uh, I don't like about Derrick Henry is his poop. His, his poop dread. His poop dread. is just, just one singular. He doesn't have dreadlocks. He just has dread. He's a, he's a, it looks like a fucking poop back there coming he's, out of his helmet. Looks, he's Judge Dredd. Looks like his helmet is taking a shit. Other than that, though, that dude's fucking... The guy's the size of a defensive end. And then he's, he's running the ball. And he's running, yeah. I, mean, I remember during the, the playoffs, they were showing like his high school highlights. Where he like ran for like... I don't know. Like 400 yards? Yeah. With like 60 carries or something? <laughs> something ridiculous like that. It's like they never that team never threw the ball. Yeah. What What's the point? Just let the guy run forever. Do you think that they can, I don't know, kind of, I don't know if they can have, the AFC right now is kind of in flux besides KC, right? You have Brady leaving the AFC East, so that division is kind of up for grabs. We'll get into that next week. Yeah. But, so Brady's gone, um... You know, there's no Mannings that are left. Yeah. Um, you got Lamar, yeah. You got Deshaun, yeah. But, like, besides the Ravens and the, and the Chiefs, it's like, if the Titans can duplicate the success they had last year and just keep that momentum of saying, like, they were underdogs the whole time and they can come in this year and be like, we're done being underdogs. We want to be the top dogs. We can win this division. They were in a fight with Houston last season to take that division. So you're saying that Ryan Tannehill... Is in league is in the same league as Deshaun Watson, and 
No, Lamar, I didn't fucking. Lamar Jackson, no, I didn't. Say, okay, you're just saying that. You're trying to get me and, to argue with you, and I'll tell you what. I am gonna argue with you. I didn't fucking say that. You know, I, mean, I, I said that the AFC's in flux. So he could be the guy. He can't be the guy. He yeah. can be on a part of the team that can be the team. I mean, that's a that's a beast squad. And like I said, I love the way Mike Rabel is a player's coach. He's fucking in the locker room. He's hyping these guys up. He's talking them up to the media. He inspires them. He instills confidence in them. I'm like He instills confidence in a guy like Ryan Tannehill, who was like a journeyman before that almost. And he has these, you know, playing with Derrick Henry. Like, that's a great combination with someone that wasn't the guy, needed maybe something like that in the backfield. And now he can... It's a complimentary pieces that you put together. It's allowing him that freedom almost yeah that space to ball out yeah that's all i'm saying no he's not in the league with deshaun watson and lamar jackson <laughs> he's he's a guy who i mean he's a guy who last season did make plays he made he, plays he made plays and it, it was maybe the running game wasn't working and he himself took the game into his hands and made some plays right so we'll, we'll see what they can conjure up this year but i mean i think as defenses go, they have the number two defense in that division. Uh, okay. Is it like a segue? Yeah, this is a segue. It's a segue. Because, like, I well, they have their safety. Uh, Kev, Kevin Bayard. Bayard? How do you say it? Bayard. Bayard! Bayard! Kevin Bayard. Uh... That guy is a very good safety, probably top five safety. Um, but he, he really just leads. He was leading the league in interceptions at one point, And just the guy has great field vision. Yes, which is important for that position. Exactly. Speaking of safeties, Derek Henry, there's a meme. It was like Derek Henry turned Earl Thomas around so bad in that playoff game that he's just all messed up. Like <laughs> punching teammates. <just laughs> getting... You know, real friendly with his brother. I was seeing one. You know, one of the top places that uh, he might go is Philly, mm. the city of brotherly love. Oh, perfect, P- perfect. Like you couldn't pick a better. I mean, you can't write this shit. <laughs> no, but, no, but it's it's the best defense in that division is Indianapolis. Okay, Indiana. I I I can I can hop on that, but I don't think their offense will be worth a shit next season. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, no, I'm unapologetic. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with my hate for Philip Rivers. <laughs> um, I think he's he's old, man. He's, he's wa- I hate to use the word washed up. He's such a competitor. He always has been. He always has been. Um, but, like, he didn't look good last year against... In, 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 when he was playing with the Chargers. I'll say this. The last game he played against the Raiders um, last season, the dude looked terrible. Well, he what? He threw like three picks. Yeah, he threw like five, but two of them didn't count. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he threw like five, and but he only played. Yeah, he threw three, and he just looked bad. And that was kind of like, I'm sure that a lot of those games where he looked like that, that it gave the Chargers the, the green light to be like, okay, yeah, no, get this. sorry, dude. Yeah, just like we we gotta thank you for your service. We gotta move on. Yeah. Do you think he fits in Indianapolis? I think. Weirdly enough, I think he really kind of does. I mean, if we just look at these, the last, like, 20 years of quarter, over 20 years of quarterbacks in Indianapolis, I mean, you had Peyton for the 90% majority of it. Right. Then uh, you had, really, like, 
60%. And you move on to Andrew Luck. You move right on to Andrew Luck, who... Abruptly retires. He, he does. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a... He, he did eight years. He had eight, he had eight years, and just... He, had, he was injury-prone. He was ready. So you're looking at these... Really just... He, he kind of fits that persona a little bit to me. Where he's just a stand-up guy. And... It it for me that just fits. I always thought that that like knowing that he was probably not going to stay in L.A., I thought that that would be a good fit for him. And I don't often dwell on Philip Rivers. He's not often in my thoughts. Fuck that guy. But I was like, yeah, yeah, Indianapolis. And then when it happened, like I wasn't surprised, shocked at all. That was a good move by Indianapolis. I think they can kind of give him a place where he can end at the twilight of his career. And maybe have like a good a good season, maybe one at best, maybe this season. But I don't, I just don't see it. Like Jacoby Bissett is not the quarterback Philip Rivers is. He had mediocrity mostly last season. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's kind of what we've seen. Like when he had started a couple games for the Patriots. Yeah, it wasn't like he was really. That's of course when he was younger. So right. it's kind of hard to judge off of. I think it was like one or two games that he did. I mean, he's a good backup. Like he's yeah. a guy you do want in your back pocket. Yeah. Like in case because I guess Phil Phil is old. Um, but I just don't see anything totally changing. It's like they swapped, but like not the same quarterback, obviously. But I think that they're not going to get a different result. I'm still going to be battling in the middle of the season, but at the end of the season, you're going to see the Texans and the Titans kind of pulling away. Maybe, but it Philip Rivers does bring a lot of insight and his veteran status honestly is, I mean, pretty important. He definitely is not the greatest in big moments, but I think his what he knows will be able to help Brissett, or if they bring in somebody else. I think they might. I think because Brissett wants to start somewhere. Yeah. He I, wants to go somewhere and start. He, that He doesn't seem like a starter to me. He seems like a lifelong backup to me, which is not bad. You're still going to get paid. You get paid, but... He wants to play. I get it. And uh, I I hate that we've wasted this much time on uh, these the Jaguars especially. Um, but uh, we do got to move on to the AFC West. Um, well, I kind of guess we, we went... So... You know, Philip Rivers is coming from L.A. Well, before we get to the ACS, I want you to pick a division winner. You already said Texans. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said Texans. Division winner. Yeah, I think it's going to be Texans again with... The Jaguars aren't going to do anything. They're going to be figuring out their quarterback situation. That's going to be rough. And the Colts may... The Colts are the dark horse. They could may, go either way. They could go either way. They could go as far as fighting for the division title to me. With the Titans in there. With with the Titans, uh, maybe. It it all depends. It all depends. Like, will Tannehill regress? Will Tannehill regress? Will Rivers work in their scheme? I, I think the only one that is really... Ironclad is the Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can, I can agree with you there. I think the second and third place in that division is... A toss up between Indianapolis and Tennessee. Okay, uh, you segue in. Philip Rivers. He comes from LA Chargers. That is probably the first time I've said LA Chargers without having to think about it. I still think about it all the time. It's I hate it. I hate it too. Like how many how many franchises have moved like in our lifetime that is still just like strange to think about? It's definitely still the St. Louis Rams. It's definitely for me always going to be Oakland. Always going to be the Oakland Raiders. 
Always going to be the San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers. St. Louis Rams. Yeah, all that. I'm with you. I, I don't... Washington Redskins. Washington football team. <laughs> I know. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, so the Chargers, right? We're talking to Rod Taylor here. Maybe. He's, he's going to come. I think, you know, no, I was reading a report today on ESPN that was saying that, like, that's going to be their guy. He's going to be the front runner. That's going to be their guy. And they're excited. Like, they are not playing to, you know, they, they're not going to start their quarter, uh, the rookie quarterback because they think they have a shot at winning the division. Like, they really do think that. Although today also word come out that Derwin James, uh, I think meniscus tear or something. So he's out for the season. It's rough. He's going to need surgery. That's rough. Big, big deal to your defense to lose a guy like Derwin James. Yeah, they got Bosa. They got Bosa. And they got, what's his name, <laughs> Melvin Ingram on the other side, yeah, right? Yeah. So that defense, formidable. I, I have to see it twice a year. So I hate lining up against those guys. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, like, as the story with any football team that has a good defense, it's hard to be a good defense for four quarters when your offense sputters. Yeah. Okay. And so that's going to be the thing. Can Terod Taylor kind of come in here and, and kind of jolt? <laughs> you like that? No. Okay. Jolt that Charger offense in a way that Phillip used to do? I don't know. I, I think Terod Taylor is like, you know, the team he came from. He came from the Bills. Right. Where he really got his starts in. I think Josh Allen is like a better Terod Taylor. Okay. So it, their their play styles, I feel like, are a little bit the same. Yeah. So I feel With Josh like, Allen kind of edging them out. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're going to kind of see the same things that we saw in Buffalo from him. I I kind of am excited to see what happens. Um, but I don't think they will. I think they're going to have a similar, maybe a slightly better season they did with Phil last year. Um, I see them placing third in the division. Third. Okay. I see fourth. We're going. We're going right to fourth, right? We're going to last place in the AFC West. Broncos. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Denver also has a wonky quarterback situation going on. What are they doing with their quarterback? Yeah, that's it. They got uh, uh, Lock. Oh my goodness, that's right. And that's like. That's a. Is, is that's, that, that's about it. Is that a lock? It's, it's, okay, you can do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you still got some good guys on D. You got Von Miller over there. He's getting uh, up there. He's getting up there, but he's still... He's still a beast. Still he, a beast. He's, he's not one of those big guys who is hard to keep the weight and hard to like stay strong. He's always been that quick yes, position. He's fast yeah. off the line. And, I mean, obviously this is not the defense we're talking about that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, this is still a good defense, but it's the same story in with the Chargers. It's like, these... This offensive shuffle they're doing with Vic Fangio, like, you know, I don't know what's going on on offense right now. All I know for sure is, like, I'm not worried. As a Raider fan, like, I'm not worried about Denver. I'm only fucking worried about Kansas City. <laughs> okay? Um, and I, with, with I guess that's all we really need to talk about the Broncos, though. Just really, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. We don't know them. what's happening. Uh, they're, they're there. We know what their defense can they're, do. They're, yeah, we know their defense is there. They're coaching... Is... They're in a rebuild. Let's, yeah. You can say that. I think if they don't want to admit that, which the Chargers should, uh, yeah. Even though they're going with Terod and they think they have high hopes, the Denver, I think they haven't come out and said that. But let's be real, they haven't conceded. You know, that they're not in a rebuild. Yeah. Um, they they are. So let's. Well, I guess we'll save KC for last. Uh, let's talk about the Raiders. Okay. And my biggest thing, obviously, I can tell you a lot, 
but uh, I won't spend the whole time talking the you know just me I'm gonna throw uh, some uh, stuff uh, off uh, of uh, you uh. as well but this offensive roster we have coming into this season is probably the best one we've had since the 2016 season I was gonna say it's probably better you think it's better I, I was gonna say it's probably better I think it's probably the best one you guys have had in the Derek Carr era before, even before that. Oh, well, yeah, you're right, because before the Derek Carr era, it was yeah. the poop. Uh, since the Gannon days, yes. is that what we're saying? Hon- honestly, yes. I think this is the best defense you've ha- or best offense you've had in over a decade. I, I think so, too. And the shit, the crazy thing to me is that Derek Carr throws up amazing stats last season. Like, um, And I say amazing. I'm not just jerking him off. It was his best statistical year. It was his best statistical year. We still, you know, don't make the playoffs. Yep. It doesn't reflect on the record. This is the shitty part about it. Were we second in the division last year? Uh, we were playing for a wild card spot. Oh, yeah. A lot of things had to happen. A lot though. of things had to happen. Yep. So I think we were second in the division, but like Casey just ran away with That's it. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We sputtered at the end. Mm-hmm. And and for me, with, with Derek Carr, Derek Carr, okay, so what, they, what the league does is they establish a quarterback percentage, like average. Like here is your average quarterback uh, percentage. And then from there... For completion percentage? For completion. Completion okay. percentage, yeah. Completion percentage. I'm sorry, I said... Completion percentage. And what the, from there they say, okay, these are where these quarterbacks ranked um, in terms of how many percentage points above the average they were. Okay, like... Okay. Yeah. Derek Carr was number four. Yeah. Like, you know, the fourth most percentage points above the NFL average. Now, that saying is like, even though he was only throwing for, you know, six or something yards, 6.7 yards uh, of uh, completion... Yeah. That's still more than Drew Brees. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about how Drew Brees. Drew Brees he, throws six point five. He he doesn't uh, really throw that ball down there. No, but he still has a success. And what I'm saying with the Raiders is that like, if Derek can keep doing what he's doing, where the Raiders need the most help is on the defensive side of the fucking ball. Easily, it's because Derek's moving the ball. Like he's moving the ball. He's consistent. He's completing passes. And now you add, you throw rugs in there, and now we have a deep threat. We have the Antonio Brown kind of playmaker that we yeah. lacked when Antonio Brown was supposed Antonio to be Brown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think Derek is the problem. I really don't. And I've been I've been team Derek, and a lot of there's a lot of fans, a lot of Raider fans are like hopping on and back off, hopping on and back off. I've consistently been on the Derek Carr train. I I know you have. I I just think that like we were talking about earlier with injuries and how it just really gets to you. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what it is still is that mental break when he got hurt yeah. in 2016. I yeah. mean, he was having a crazy good year. He was. And then, he was having an MVP season. Yeah. He was having a crazy good season. Then he gets hurt. And I, I think that's what's still lingering. So I'm, I'm still on the like, not sure train. Like, I'm not sure if he it's, I mean, it's hard to get over. Can't, you can't just be like, all right, yeah, you got hurt. Hop back out there, do it again. Yeah, it's, it's not that it's not easy. It's hard to do, but I think that's that's part of the mental block that I think he has. Right, but we can both agree this offense should should be explosive. It should be explosive, but I mean, we haven't even talked about again Josh Jacobs. Well, of course, I mean his rookie season was phenomenal. The best Raiders rookie running back season. Yeah, so it was it was phenomenal. But like you were saying, it, it's hard to go out there and perform consistently. Like if your defense is only out there a couple minutes of the game. Right. And it's also hard to be in a division with the last team we're going to talk about right now. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think the Chiefs repeat? Yeah. 
You do. Easily. Easily. Easily, that is the front runner for the Super Bowl. Not just getting to the Super Bowl, but being a Super Bowl winner. It's... Pat Mahomes is a fucking walking cheat code, man. Pat Mahomes, I mean, if there's a guy who deserves that kind of contract, that record-breaking half a bill, it's him. I mean, what's what's the last athlete that we can... This is, I mean, any athlete that was had won a Super Bowl this young or won a championship this young, got a huge contract, and then just had that raw talent, had the kind of scope and vision, and really invested in his future this early. Like, he bought part of the Royals. Like, he's a part owner right, he's business, of the Royals He's a businessman now. now, too. Yeah, he's taking care of himself and his future. Like, where have we seen that before? I don't think we have. I don't, I don't think we've seen something like that. No, because some of the greatest athletes didn't play in an era where, like, this was a thing. Because I was going to, you know, let's talk about Jordan, but Jordan wasn't making that money in the 80s. Yeah. Um, he wasn't winning titles that young. Jordan didn't win a title until like he was in the league for like seven or eight years. Yeah. So, I mean, on this roster too, with that raw talent, it's not fair to have the speed of Tyreek Hill and, you know, the beast tight end skills that fucking Travis Kelsey brings to the table. Just a brutish, like, he's just a huge guy. Right. He's, he's been setting records. Can he make a fifth thousand yard season in a row? We'll see. But, I mean, the guy setting records... Every, everybody on the team is, they just stand out. And what else is there to say? Like, they're the Super Bowl champions, and they're the favorite to win again. Like, <clears throat> a lot of times teams are favored to win the Super Bowl again, but no one really buys that. People can say, yeah, I think the Chiefs will win two in a row, maybe three in a row. That's not common in the NFL at all. No. This isn't the NBA. No, not at all. I mean, just to get back to one. It's because it's because, like, okay, let's think of young quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl, like in recent history. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. We had Ben Roethlisberger. Ben. Okay. Yeah, Ben. So those two guys, you you still, and I think part of that might be because they were so young. They both won in their second season, mm-hmm. and so maybe that those two are because they're so young that. You couldn't really tell how they're going to be for the rest of their career. But Mahomes, he's in that perfect window. He is. Where it's just like he's established himself, and now he has this huge contract. And you know, like, okay, this year was not a fluke because last year was not a fluke. And so next year, most likely, will not be a fluke. So he's in that perfect position. Like like you're saying, I don't think we've ever seen somebody like that just like, oh, yeah, I could see them going right back. Yep. So I think we're in agreement with Casey takes the division. I yeah. think I think depending it sucks because I don't think anyone can compete with that that roster. So it sucks to be in that division because I think the Raiders could could get to the playoffs. I think they could win a division if it wasn't for the Casey being in their division. Because I think they're they they're second in the division. That's that's non debatable to me. I don't see the Chargers or the Denver throwing in to get um, second. Essentially, we're playing for second right now. I, I see I see the Chargers giving you trouble for second. Okay. I, I, I see that. I, I can't put you at a clear cut like Casey's one, Las Vegas is two. Can't I, I can't say that. I think the Raiders can get into a wild card slot. 
I could see it. I I I I could see it, but I don't know. The Chargers will just they're they're a question mark. So it it's kind of like the Colts. We'll just have to see how they really come out and put everything together. But I think it's it's a possibility. So right now, two and three for me. Chargers, Raiders, not sure, and then Denver down at the bottom. Down at the bottom. Okay. Well, um, that that concludes the AFC West, um, and that take us right into you know my favorite segment is always hot route. Perfect. Okay, I got some hot routes for Ed today. Um, we're gonna stay. We're gonna keep it in the two divisions we talked about. All right. So the first one is, who's gonna have a better season, Terod Taylor or Philip Rivers? Uh, man, this is kind of what we're talking about. The two question marks that we're not sure of. That's why I asked it. <laughs> okay, okay. A better season. And with that, I'm counting, like, the team record. Like mm, Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. It's an objective answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The division that the Chargers are playing in, I think is more clear cut. So it's it's not going to be as competitive. So I I think they'll get two wins on the Broncos. So I think statistically and honestly record wise, I think that Terod Taylor does better. Okay. Philip Rivers is going to have to be fighting through a couple other teams to to make a fucking imprint. Yeah, yeah. To, to really make his mark. It's not like he's trying to make his mark as a cult great or anything, but to be the guy that you he's, he's a competitor. Right. He's a huge competitor. So he's he's really going to have to battle Houston and Tennessee. And, I mean, maybe Jacksonville. We'll see we'll what see. they can do. But I, I think his season is going to be much tougher than Terod Taylor, so I think he's not going to perform as well. Okay. Okay. So next one. Uh, we just talked about the last season Derek Carr had with his stats he put up. Yeah. That, like, it, you could put those... I mean, we agree that they're great stats. Yeah. Okay. Like, that was crazy. Like, last year, people were balling out. You know, you you had old Winston thrown for 5,000 yards. You know, Dak almost threw for 5,000 yards, yes, too, right? Yes, you know He that. was, like, 100 yards short. Something yeah, something like, like that. It's like, so it's, it's crazy. Derek was balling out, too. It was wild last year. So if Derek does that again but they don't make the playoffs. Do you finally move on from Derek Carr? Well, I th- I think that is already in the in the Raiders' mind going with Mariota. But I've, so I, I've no, I don't I don't think they're they're like, "Oh, we're starting Mariota. We're we're this is the guy," but they're keeping their options open. I've this heard, is already in I've heard dreadful progress. things about Mariota in training camp. Dreadful things. I'm not talking about like this season. I'm talking about like yes. at the end of next season. It's like, hey, you didn't get the playoffs again. You still throw up these great numbers, but fuck off. Is that what they're gonna do? So if he puts up great numbers, still? Yeah, still. No, no, no. no. You hold on to him because it's like, I mean, I'm trying to think of people who were overshadowed by other people in their division. It's it's like it's like the Jets. It's well, it's it's like we you know the last dance came out. We're talking about these three these two three peats from Jordan. They demolished some of the greatest teams of all time. Right. Not saying I know you're not. That I know you're not. Derek Carr is one of the greatest of all time, but he's solid. And you have this Patrick Mahomes just steamrolling the division. Right. 
you're not going to get a once-in-a-generation kind of player just to bring you back. You have to keep fighting, and he has clearly been the best quarterback for the Raiders. In uh, 20 years. It, at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Okay, and then I guess uh, the last one here. Of the two divisions we talked about, the West and the South AFC, which coach's job is the safest, and who is on the hottest seat? Ooh, okay. So safest, I would, I, I can answer that for you. I want to know who your hot seat guy is, but I think the safest we can agree is Andy Reid. Andy Reid is absolutely like secured. Just, I, I'm so glad that he won a Super Bowl. He was, he was about to be in that league of. Man, I wish he won one. You know that that oh, they just signed, he just signed a new contract for six years. Actually, I just got that update. Oh, huh. Andy Reid did well. Perfect. Yeah. So you know he's gonna be there for a while. Yeah. But I mean, we we're not gonna go down and list all of them. But we're talking about Vrabel a little bit. He was performing well. I think he has his team together pretty well. It's not that Gruden is maybe he's not the most in the hot seat. But his seat's getting a little warm. Getting a little warm. But Denver is in a rebuilding period. And I'm just not sure the direction they want to go. I don't don't think anybody does. I don't think Denver knows. I I don't think John Elway knows. Like, honestly, the, like, Jaguars, like, everybody in the South honestly seems solid. Like... Pretty safe. Maybe not safe, but, like... That's where they're going to be. Like, they're solid. But definitely, because it's, it's Vic Fangio. In Denver, Denver, yeah. I, I don't know if he's the answer. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know if he's the answer. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody in the AFC South is, it's not like they're fantastic coaches, amazing head coaches, but they're they're kind of established. You don't want to say Bill O'Brien's on this list? I, I really don't. I really don't. I, I know a lot of Texan fans that would say he needs to be. I, I, I just think, I don't think he's on the hot seat as a coach. I think he just needs to take a step back. And bring a GM in. And just be a coach. Yeah, that's it. I, I think he's a solid coach, but the choices that he's making... What, what is he going to put himself in the hot seat? <laughs> that, that's... I was like, I was waiting for you to ask me that so I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, that that's it. That's all the hot routes I got for you. Um, I had a follow-on in case you answered a question a certain way, but you didn't. But Oh. Um, I guess I'll throw it in real quick. We have a little bit of time. Uh, if Derek had to go somewhere else, if they booted him out, where do you think his best fit is? Derek Carr's best fit. Let's see. Somewhere. I'd, I'd like to see him in the NFC. Um, I'd like to see him in the NFC and... Huh. Don't answer that. It's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's just the NFC. That's, I'll take that. I'll take just the NFC because I, I, I feel bad even talking about it, but it's on my mind as a Raider fan. Like, I don't want to see it, but it's there. Yeah. It's in the back of my head. But we'll leave it there. I want to see him in the NFC. No, cool. I'm going to answer. I'm going to no, answer. stop. I'm going to answer. Don't you fucking say it. All right. I have an answer, though. It is the Vikings. Okay, that concludes our show today. <laughs> uh, I'm done talking about this. I betrayed my uh, fandom. But that's that's why I'm a real fan, because I can be a harsh critic and talk about realities. Yeah. But no, in real talk, we're going to go ahead and, and dip out of here. Thanks, uh... Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week to finish up the AFC, and then football will start, and that's going to be very exciting. We'll see how it goes. All right. Thanks for stopping by.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Almost Agreeable. You can catch all new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.